we are back in the limelight and with yet again another extraordinary entrepreneur. We are going to be talking about books and how to write them and how to sell them, but sell them so that they actually make money. Yes, we are. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you all that you are able to see in the limelight TV on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and another 100 smart television apps if you want to listen Instead, to this interview, you are going to see all these lovely places below on the ticker tape that you can go or wherever it is that you prefer to listen to your podcast. I do want to thank our good friends over at My News Desk. They are, and I have been with them now about three years. And what I do is I put out news releases and press releases to the press, letting them know what's going on with my life and with uh, my clients as well. So that's always very exciting. And then you'll see on the bottom right-hand side, there is here a, uh, um, a, a QR code. And that QR code is where you can get all the information about me. So go ahead uh, and scan that, get information about me. And if you'd like to send me your information back, you can do that too. And we thank our really, really good friends over at Eli Technology. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think that's going to be it for the moment. So I'd like to get started by letting you know that our guest is coming in from, as we say here in the United States, across the pond. <laughs> for me, it's about a 12-hour flight, but I'm on the other side of the pond of the pond. But I absolutely love having our friends come in from all over the world. I just have a really soft spot also for, for uh, the English and for London. And we're coming up, actually, on the uh, the grand uh, coronation for Prince Charles, uh, the King Charles, excuse me, the third. Uh, that was King Charles. There we go. And so I want to make sure that we, uh, we touch upon that as well with our very good friend, uh, Jeff Smith. Let's bring him on. Jeff, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Good morning, good evening, Clarissa. How are you? How are doing, doing you extremely again? well. Do, just give us a little bit of all the excitement that's going on in England right now with the, with the incarnation oh. coming up in, what, a week's time, a little bit, two weeks' time? I'll let you into a secret. Yeah. There's so much so much going on in the media what's happening with king charles i mean i would like to see it i would like to be there but can you imagine what it would be like yeah. in falga square yeah. Yeah. yeah so i'm going on vacation <laughs> so you're leaving england altogether I'm, I'm going to escape all that and i'm going to watch it on tv because well, I, I mean, no one does pomp and ceremony like the English, right? It, Absolutely. It is, it is phenomenal. Well, I think and it's something that is, it's really the, the fanfare that I've been seeing, you know, of course, the press has been covering this now for a good couple of weeks and will continue to do so, obviously. But it's so exciting to see the regality and to see all of the, you know, the practice, you know, going on in the streets. And they're doing a lot of these practices late at night or, or early in the morning. So I'm telling you, these people must all be exhausted you know just doing all of that you know uh getting ready for uh these grand celebrations and uh we as americans love to watch all that too so very excited to have you in from the other side of the world jeff you are uh you know if i had to go through the biography i i i think we would be here all day but uh you know let me just get started with saying you are an international keynote speaker you are a world-renowned kpi expert key uh, performance indicators. We're going to get uh, into that a little in a little bit. You are a number one best-selling author, but many, many times over. Uh, a master business trainer. 
that's another really huge part of your business. You are also a virtual broadcaster. We know that because I was on your show. And kind sir, you are also a philanthropist, for which I thank you. Um, wow. Okay. Where to get started, Jeff? Shall I leave it on you? I know you wanted to talk about something that I had said to you in the interview, and that was, you know, we all, we're all, we write books, but... You know, nobody makes you know, money making, you know, doing books. And I think you have something to say about that today. Sure. Well, when you were on my show, we talked about your book and it was you who said, oh, well, you know, Jeff, no one makes money from books. And at the time, Clarissa, I sat on my hands. <laughs> and I thought, Sorry. May, maybe the time will come for me to share this little yes. nugget of wisdom. So now is the time. <laughs> Is it possible to make money from books? Yes, it is. Now, this the secret to making money from books. I'll, there's a couple of things we need to know about books and publishing, which I'll very briefly go through, and then I'll share with you the secret of how I make money from books. Okay. Uh, the thing is to say, not everybody wants to make money from books. That might sound crazy, but everybody does. So let, let me... Let me put these scenarios forward. So we write a book. That's a subject for another show. So we have our book, and then <clears throat> we, well, before that happens, we decide, do we want to go through a publisher or do we want to self-publish? Mm -hmm. uh, people listening might think, I heard those terms, but what does it actually mean? So quite briefly, a publisher means... You sell your soul to a publishing company, Barnes Noble or whomever, mm -hmm. and they pay you depending on, on your history. So if you're a first-time author, they're not going to pay you very much. Mm -hmm. You probably won't get paid a retainer. And, but the thing is, they will decide what your book is called. So you lose everything. You lose all control. Yeah. So the publisher decides what is called. The publisher decides on the book cover. Mm -hmm. And the publisher decides on the cover price. Yes. And then the publisher will decide whether they publish or not based on how you are going to sell your book, not how the publisher is going to sell your book. Exactly. And that's the thing lots of people don't get deals with publishers because they just write a book, go to a publisher and say, hey, I have a book. It doesn't work like that because if you put yourself in the mind of an investor and, and you are the owner of a book publishing company and you're going to invest in someone, as a, as a public publisher, you're not buying a book to publish, you're buying a business interest. So when you speak to a prospective author, you want to know, well, is the book any good, first of all? And then what's the chances of me selling it once I've invested in it? Right. So as an author, the, the way to get published with a publishing company, you have to have a plan on how you are going to sell your book. Otherwise, you'll never get published. Mm -hmm. So don't think that if you go to a publishing house, they're going to do all the work and you're not. Right. It, it doesn't work like that. Right. Quite so. Even if you do get a deal, they'll decide on the cover price. So if you think your book is worth $100 and the publishing company thinks it's worth $10 and it should go in paperback, guess mm -hmm. what? It'll go in paperback and it'll be $10. That's it. Yeah. And then the publishing company pay you 
get this about 0.7% of the cover price. Yes. So if you've got a book that's retailing full price at $10, your cut is 70 cents. There you go. So you're not going to make a lot of money going with a book publishing company. Mm -hmm. However, if you want worldwide publication and you're prepared to work with the publishing company to get yeah. that. It's a great it, way to go. Yeah, yeah. So it can be a fantastic business card. Sure. But you won't make money from it. That's, that's not the idea. Understood. It's an indirect benefits you get from it. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at self-publishing. This means you do all the work, all the investments, and all the publication yourself. That means you arrange to get it printed, you do the fulfillment, you do the distribution, you do everything. Now, you might yeah. not to do that. You might yeah. think that's a lot of work or you don't have the team or the infrastructure to do that. Mm -hmm. However, the difference is you have full control on everything. So if you think your book is worth $100 and you want it in hardback, guess what? You can put the price of it at $100 and do it in hardback. Yeah. And when you sell it, how much do you get? 100% of the cover price. Yeah. Not 7% of the cover price. Right. So it, so here's the thing. When you think about writing a book, you have to make this decision first. Do I want to publish or do I want to self-publish? Why? Why do you need to make this decision first? Because it may decide or dictate Mm -hmm. is inside the book. Yeah. Because if yeah. you go to self-publish, you can write what you like. Mm -hmm. If you're going, if you're going to publish, it will be edited by them and they and they'll put a pen through it and you'll end it will end up edited. So you have to decide from the outset, do you want to be published or do you want to self-publish? Right. So for me, I decided to self-publish. And the reason for that was I wanted control over the cover price. I wanted control over the cover. Those yeah. two things were important to me. Mm -hmm. For me, for the type of work that I do, I'm the only one who's going to sell books. So if I did get it published and I did have an offer, I don't think people around the world would walk into Waterstones or anywhere else and say, hey, have you got the book by Jeff Smith? You know, the, the KPI. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So when, when people buy a book, it will be because they've seen me at a conference, they know me through the industry that I'm in, or they've yeah. been on a training course. And that's the only way people will buy books. Yes, people will order them online, but I thought, hey, I'll put my own website and they can buy direct from us. So that's basically the difference between the two. Right. If, if I'd have gone published, I would have sold probably a few more books, not too many more, but I would not have made any money from it. Mm -hmm. Self-published, all the money I've made has come into the company and, we, and we've then uh, invested it to develop other stuff. So understood that the onus is then on you. It does yeah. when you self-publish, there's a, come on now, there's a little bit more work involved in, you know, yes, I want 100% of the money minus the costs, obviously, because there are costs that are incurred, but certainly a, a very um, viable way of publishing because, you know, if you put in the work, then you make more money. It just stands to reason. 
When you are self-publishing, however, how is it that you determine the cost of your book, the value that you're giving in that book without overpricing? Because we all love our babies, right? So how does that, how do you, how do you properly gauge that? Okay. You, you just gave the magic word in your question. Because you mentioned price. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did? Okay, great. Well, what was it? You said, how do you determine the price, the cover price of your book? Right. And giving value. And that's what you have to ascertain. So what my book is about $80. Wow. Wow. No, I like, I like the, I like that thinking. I think that a lot of authors just, you know, they dumb it down. They, 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 they make it, you know, well, there's so many books out there and what kind of, you know, I mean, I think I give some value, but I'm not sure if it's any better than, you know, Joe, Joe Schmo's book and that kind of thing. So that's really an interesting tech. Explain to me why, explain to me why such, such a price tag on your book. Here's the thing. It started off a little cheaper than that, not much. It started off at about $60, something like that. Mm-hmm. But And here's the thing, Clarissa. I decided on this before I wrote a single word. So here's what I thought. There's a lot of information in here, and, and it's it's for people who run automotive car dealerships right i've written seven books i'm just talking about one of them right so, so, I follow quite, the, so quite a niche market by the way um well i think the automotive industry is the largest industry in the world but your buyer is it is it a more of a niche buyer um, from the book I, we could say that yes okay so but, but it's a very big niche it's a huge niche gotcha so anybody who works in a car dealership or runs an automotive business or boats or trucks or bikes, anything with an engine in it, you're going to want this book. Understood. So here's my logic. I hadn't written a word yet. And I thought, there's no point in me doing this and trying to sell it at $10. I might as well publish it. You know. So I thought, well, if someone buys this book, what value will they get from it? Right. And the, the largest percentage of the people who buy this book w- would be people who run service departments in an automotive dealership. Mm-hmm. And the price of one hour at the time was about $60. So I thought, if you buy this book, it's the equivalent of me buying one hour from you. Right. Have my car serviced. Okay. Now, will you get one hour's worth of value from this book? Mm-hmm. In other words, if you buy my book, will you be able to draw customers to the value of one hour? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So usually when we think of an $80 book, we're thinking a resource book. We're thinking of a reference book, much like you would find at a library, correct? This so, correct. So yeah. do you then... Um, uh, what it was the word I'm looking for. I want to say upgrade the book every year as the markets change and as the new, the newer cars are coming out or what, you know, I think you understand what I'm saying. I I do indeed. Uh, It's a a great question. Uh, The book, this particular book we're talking about is 
the KPI book. It's about key performance indicators. Okay. Do key performance indicators change? No, mm. they don't. Yeah. But the expectation of how they how they're measured doesn't change, but the expectation of the result does. So I wrote the first one in 2001. I wrote the second one in 2014 because we had a big shift in the market. And then I did another upgrade now, 2020. So we okay. had the COVID thing, you know. Right. So everything, the answer is yes, but not every year. Yeah. Let's put it that it, way. It's, okay. it's in the third edition and it's into 20 years now. Yeah. Right, right, right. Wow, Whew. that is really an interesting take on it. So decide beforehand if you're going to self-publish or not. Decide beforehand the value that you're giving. Yep. Then decide the cost or the price tag, or let's call it the, the price of the book. Yeah. Then write the book. Then no, no. Okay, no. all right. Let me move you there. Go, go. Okay, so okay. now you have to think. You have to think. I said earlier... Not everybody wants to make money from books, right? Right. Okay. Now, I've helped 34 people to write books. And some people want to self-publish because they want the ultimate control. They're not too worried about making lots of money from it. That's not their goal. Hmm. They want it as the ultimate business card for their business. Yes. Or them. And that's what it is. Uh, you cannot beat a book because it gives you that ultimate credibility of being an author you, you just can't beat that so some people are happy just to be an author and and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that so they get their books printed and they sell them cheaply or give them away because they're they're like a brochure if you wish they use right. in that context but there are other people who want to make money from the book and clarissa his Here's the big secret. Here's what you cannot do. And I've seen so many people make this mistake. People think, I'm going to write a book. They then write the book because they want to, and they put all of their emotion into it, and it's finished. And then they say, right, I'd like it to be a number one bestseller now. That is so wrong and the biggest mistake you can make. And the reason I stopped you and said, no, 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 I've got some more. This is because you have to decide before you write a single word, is this a book that I want to write? Or is this a book that I want to sell and make money from? Got it. It's hugely different. It's massive. So I had... Um, I was on another show and this lady had written a book and I didn't know. And she said, Jeff, you're the most successful author in history. Can you help me write a book? And I said, sure, no problem. Why do you want me to help you to write a book? And she said, oh, I've already written one. I want you to help me write another one. So I said, I'll call her Christine because that's her name. I said, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. Christine, if you've already written a book, why do you want me to help you to write another book? She said, because I want you to teach me how to write the number one best-selling book or to be the most successful author in history in my subject. There you are. And I said, oh, so yeah, let me just qualify this. So you have another book already? She said, yes. She said, I worked with Tony Robbins. 
I've worked with Brian Tracy. I've worked with them all. I set my goal. I wrote this book. And you know what, Jeff? I said, what? She said, I have a garage full of books. Yeah. I went, oh, right. And I said, when you wrote your goal, can you remember what you wrote? She said, sure, I wanted to write a book. And I said, and then the universe is delivered for you, Chris. Yes, right. Because that's what you asked for. Mm-hmm. And I said, the, you cannot be then surprised when you finish writing your book, it's delivered to you. You mm-hmm. fill your garage. You can't be surprised then when it doesn't sell because right. that was not in your goal. That's not what you asked for. So what are the steps? So, to, so what are the steps then when you say to the universe, I want to write a book and I want it to sell and I want it to sell well and I want it to make a lot of money? You know the answer to that. I do know. And I'll, I'll go back on exactly what you said, because your question in relation to a goal is way too vague. So let me be really specific on what I mean by that. So for me, <clears throat> I wanted to write a book to help people who are traveling the same path that I've already tried because I achieved many things before I wrote this book that no one else had ever done. So I thought, I want to help people. It's part of who I am. This is something I want to do to contribute, to say thank you to the universe, whomever. Here's my way of giving back. So I decided to to write this book. But before I started to write, I already decided how many books I wanted it to sell, Clarissa. I didn't say I want it to sell. I decided how many. I then decided how much the cover price would be. Now, you know, $80, right? Sure. So the people will think, oh, wow. It, that's that's too much. It's going to be an objection. So I then put in my goal, what I want people to say is, wow, what fantastic value this book is. Right. Now, this is really, really important because the mistake that a lot of people make is they'll, they'll say to themselves, oh, people think that's too expensive. They won't pay $80 for a book. Now, if that's what you think and if that's what you believe, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So you have to think about what is it that I really want? And don't think about what you don't want. Think about what, what you, you do, do want. want. Yeah. yeah. That is such a great lesson. And, you know, we hear it all the time and I don't know that we apply it. Uh, we do hear it. For, I do hear it frequently, at least. And I, 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 I teach about it and speak about it as well. And I, and I catch myself as well doing that very same thing that I teach and preach. And it is a, it's a mindset, Jeff. And it's like, you must be constantly reminding yourself of these, you know, these, these, these are really, there are universal principles um, and so important. There are universal principles. Shall I give you a way how to test this? Yeah. Yeah. So our brain, our subconscious mind and the universe works exactly like Google or any other search engine. So if you put your thought into Google exactly how you're thinking it, let me give you an example. If you type into Google, do not show me a red car, and then press enter, what's going to happen? 
It's going to show you red cars. It's going to show you red car. Why? Because Google, like your subconscious mind, like the universe, does not have the ability to say, oh, you don't want a red car, so please, let's stop there. Can you tell me what you do want, please? Yeah. It doesn't do that. So it takes the, the negative aspect out of the question, right. so do not show me, and give you what's left. Yeah. So don't be thinking about what you don't want. Think only about what you do want. Because so, thoughts are things, Jeff. Thoughts are things. things. Right. We become what we think about. Right. Exactly. Oh, I love that. I just so, love, love this. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I just love this stuff. I do. I, 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 and again, every once in a while, I have to catch myself. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but yes, absolutely. So I spent three months writing my goal before I wrote a single word. Why did it take three months? Because this is the secret. This is what I did. This is what made my book more successful than any other. I wanted it to sell. I wanted it to sell at the price I set it at, and I wanted people to embrace it. So what I did, I wrote the advertisements for the book before... I wrote the book. I created the advertisement and I took it to people and I said, hey, I'm writing a book. Now, normally, friends, family, clients who you speak to, they say, hey, you're writing. Oh, cool. Well done, you. What's it about? And it, they're not really interested. It's a bit like when you meet and say, hey, how are you doing? You say, yeah, I'm good. It's that, that level of interest. It's I'm writing a book. Oh, great. Good for you. But what I did, I produced this advertisement and I had it with me. I printed it out and I'd say, I'd say, would you like to see the advertisement for the book? Would you like to see what the book is about? I didn't say the advertisement. Would you like to know what the book is about? And they'd say, yeah, sure. So I'd, I'd give them the advertisement, which would have a headline and, and everything as the advertisement would be. Now, when I first wrote the advertisement, People were, okay, yeah, they were not really interested. And I'm thinking, it's not a good enough advertisement yet. And I was listening to what they were saying and the right. questions they were asking. And, and I kept correcting, owning, right? owning, owning, owning this right. advertisement until right. the point uh, yeah. people would say, hey, Jeff, how are you doing? I say, great, I'm writing a book. And they say, oh, that's cool. Would you like to know what it's about? Yeah, sure. And I'd give them the advertisement and they'd go, wow, when can I have a copy? Now, once I had that, Clarissa, once yeah. I had that, I thought, okay, now go. I have a plan for a book that I know will sell, not a book that I want to write. Right. Does that make sense, the difference between Perfect. the two? Perfect sense. So I printed uh, the advertisements. I put it behind my screen. I decided to self-publish. I decided what people would say. I decided what people would say when they have it in their hand. I decided what people would say when they saw the advertisement. I put the advertisement on the wall, and then I started writing. And then what happened was something special. Once I started writing didn't fit the description of what I put in the advertisement. Now, if I had not have done the advertisement, I would have happily carried on writing. 
But I thought, if I carry on writing like this, it won't sell. So I scrapped it and started writing again to try and match it up to the advertisement. Took me seven attempts to write this book. Oh, wow. Okay. On the seventh attempt, which is about four months in now, so it was three months to write the goal in the advertisement. It was another four months before the seventh version of the book. I thought, yes, I've got it now. But once I'd done that, I, I thought, oh, I've, I've got it. This is it. This, this wording, this structure matches the advertisement perfectly. So I then wrote the book. I then made a mock-up and I took it to people who'd say, yeah, when can I have a look? The first person I took it to, he was actually Porsche in Great Britain. I took it right. to them, to the training manager. And he, he said, hey, Jeff, how are you doing? I said, I'm, I'm writing a book. Writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> funny you <laughs> should ask. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, funny you should oh, ask. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I said, would you like to see it? And he said, sure. So I got a mock-up of this book. And I pulled it out. He looked and he went, wow, this is phenomenal. I said, wow. thank you very much. When can we buy it? And I said, you can buy it right now. And they bought, it's not going to print yet. Okay. It's $60. Okay. It's in hardback. It's beautiful. Uh, and he said, great. I'll, can I have 250 copies, please? Lovely. I thought, oh, my goodness me. So yeah. I took it next door to another car manufacturer, showed it to them. Yes, can we have another 250 copies, please? Yeah. So in one day, before it went to print, I'd sold 500 copies. That's extraordinary. Extraordinary. Uh, okay. And that's, is that how you then proceeded to sell the book? Or were there other, or were there other um, avenues? Well, that, that was the design of the book, not the selling of the book. Right. I'd written a book that I knew people wanted to buy rather than a book that I wanted to write. And there's a huge difference between the two. Right. So that, that's what happened. And then because the, the book was written specifically for the people who wanted to buy it, that should make sense now. Other people would see it and then it grows by referral. Obviously, I speak at conferences all over right. the world. Right. And when I'm at conferences, people buy the books then. So I've written seven in all, and I've used the exact same methodology for all seven. That's really I'm great. writing some more now. And it, writing the goal takes more time than writing the book. That's how important it is. Wow. Okay. Uh, wow. That's an extraordinary lesson and one I would have never thought of. Um, really great, really great nuggets right there. Um, wow. Okay. We are coming up to the end of the show. I want everyone to know how they can find you, number one, where they can find you, um, and anything else that you would like to, uh, to, to, uh, for us to know. It'd be great. Sure. Well, I'm nice and easy to find jeff-smith.com. So right. that, that, that's the main websites. I, I speak at conferences. Yeah. I do training. As you know, Clarissa, I do Quite a bit of charity work too. Yes. So if anybody's interested in writing a book, I'm happily have a chat with you. 
or if you're undecided between publishing or self-publishing, just jump onto the website and you can book book 15 minutes. I'll have a quick chat with you. With pleasure. I don't charge for that. So that that is that's lovely. And that is the best place to find you is at your website, yeah? Sure, yeah. Jeff-Smith.com. I can't thank you enough for being here. That was that was extraordinary. What a different way. It's such a different take on how to write a book. Um, and I'm, I'm really thrilled that we had that conversation because there's so many things there I truly would not have thought about. You know, I wrote a book because it was something I wanted to write and I'm happy to say it, it does sell. But had I thought of a few of those things, you know, um, I, I would have, might've been a little bit more ahead of the game. So good for you. And thank you again. Next time, Clarissa, there must be another book coming soon. There is. There, there must be. <laughs> there definitely is. <laughs> You know, at this stage of the game, I think we've got a few more at us before we kick the bucket. So absolutely, you know we will. All right. Thank you again, Jeff. I really appreciate appreciate you being there. I want you to My stay absolute right pleasure. You stay right there while I say goodbye to everybody for this episode. Remember that you can find us on In the Limelight TV on all of your favorite podcasts. And um, until next time, and we bring back here on In the Limelight, another extraordinary entrepreneur.